0: Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host Mike Wilson and on this episode of In the House, we're going to be talking about the benefits of getting your electrical system inspected periodically. Let's go. In the house is a podcast about the major systems in the house electrical plumbing heating and air conditioning thanks so much for taking time out of your day to listen or watch however you're consuming the show today i'm joined by shane allred he's a master electrician and manager over the electrical service department at any hour services i wanted to do this episode about electrical inspections because of a comment that someone left on a facebook ad that i posted um we had an ad running where it was it was a $29 electrical inspection. Uh, And here's what the copy said. Uh, Shane, you tell me what you think about this. Every three years, code updates are made that make your electrical electrical system safer. These safety standards are meant to prevent injury and fatalities related to electrical shock and fires caused by your electrical system. For $29, normally a $99 value, a licensed electrician will inspect and document the safety of your electrical system. Call for details. How does that sound Shane? Sounds good to me. Pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. No. Now someone commented and tried to make it sound like there was something shady going on with this offer. Like that, that there's, I don't know that there's a chance that, that we were like trying to scare people into this or so. I don't know, but on the off chance that there are people that are listening that, that might think that that's some kind of uh, scare tactic or whatever. I, I don't know where this guy is coming from, but I wanted to unpack the topic of electrical inspections and why they are even a thing. Does that, does that sound fair? It sounds fair to me. All right, great. Well, let's just start out with what is an electrical inspection?
1: Well, it's basically what it sounds like right there. It's an inspection of your electrical system. Um, uh, That's
0: what I would think. I would think it's that straightforward, <laughs> right? But you know, more specific for people, like uh, why why is it important to have an electrical? Well, when you're inspecting the electrical system, like uh, what do you consider the electrical system? Let's start with that.
1: Electrical system is uh, anywhere from the start of the electrical system where the where that power line's connecting to your house, whether that be underground or overhead. All the way down to, boy, you've got smoke detectors that are electrical. You've got plugs and switches. I mean, electrical is the one thing in the house that is in every room, right? Right. Um, Plumbing, you've got in the bathroom and kitchen. HVAC, you've got maybe upstairs or downstairs. You might have some vents or something, but electrical goes every spot of your house.
0: So it'll start with the electrical meter, Mm -hmm. right? Then it comes into the house and then it branches out from there, goes to the panel, goes to every outlet, switch, light fixture, smoke detector, like you mentioned. All of that stuff is considered part of the electrical system. Correct. So why is it important to have your electrical system inspected?
1: Like anything else in your house, uh, there's things that can go wrong over time. Um, electrical systems are one of those things that you don't really see too often um, you probably see maybe maybe five percent of the electrical system because the rest of us behind covers behind walls beyond things you don't see uh, most people when they see a big panel of cover there they can open it up and see little breakers in there but if you were to open that up that's where you really see what's going on in there you see wires going into connections and, and screws and and, and there's a lot of stuff in there, but for the normal person, I, d- I don't want them to get in there either because that's where you can actually uh, really get hurt inside of there. There's live electrical parts. So to have that inspected by a qualified electrician is very important because it's something that the normal homeowner just shouldn't do and, and isn't going to do.
0: Right. And I noticed that like it unless you're doing something day in and day out, you're going to be way less efficient at doing mm. it and you're going to not necessarily know what you're looking for. So having an electrician that like, does this day in and days out, day out and knows what they're looking for is a, a big benefit, right? It's
1: a great benefit. You also need special tools to attach to electricity. Mm-hmm. It's not something you can see. It's not something you can touch and feel. I guess you could touch and feel if there was power because it'd shock you pretty good. Sure. But there are specialized tools that tell you exactly how much electricity is in there and if, if it's working correctly.
0: So you mentioned that um, one of the reasons to have your electrical system inspected is because you want to see if there's something going wrong. Uh, What are the kinds of things that could go wrong or what are the most common things that you see that go wrong?
1: A lot of times we see connections that go bad. Um, Over time, there's corrosion in panels. Um, We also see a lot of stuff that's just obsolete. Um, Stuff gets older. And like with any technology, stuff gets better and better over the years. And so our new technology is a lot better than our old technology. But we've also found that uh, over time, um, that some of these panels just don't work like they should have. Um, There's a, and maybe we'll get to this point, but let me throw out a couple panels real quick. Uh, If you have a panel in your house that says Zinsco on it, I'd call somebody out and have it inspected. They found over time that they're not safe. Pushmatic is another one. We have Federal Pacific, one called stab Stablock. So there's some of these in here that just need to be checked. Um, Your electricity might be working perfectly, but it might not stop when it's supposed to. So the breaker turns that off and it might not be working correctly.
0: You mentioned that uh, connections could go bad, that Mm -hmm. that was something that you look for. How does a connection go bad? What do you mean by that?
1: A lot of times the connection goes bad by first of all, being loose. If a connection is loose, it doesn't make very good contact. And if it's not making very good contact, it creates resistance, which creates heat. And it can actually, we've actually pulled plugs out of homes that that are still kind of working, but you pull them out and most of it's completely melted.
0: Now, when you say loose connection, my mind, and I think a lot of homeowners' Mm -hmm. minds would automatically go to, uh, you know, when you try to plug an outlet in and it's like falling out and that's loose. And while that is a loose connection, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of connections points Mm -hmm. in your electrical system. Anywhere that a wire connects to a screw, another wire, a fixture, or anything that's a mechanical fi- uh, connection point that over time can get loose. Why do they get loose over time, by the way?
1: Uh, a, lo- a lot of plugs and stuff, they get loose a lot of times, by you plugging stuff in, mm-hmm. in and out, knitting out over, over 10, 15, 20 years, I mean, it can actually make that come loose a little bit. We also have homes that have aluminum wiring in them. Uh, there's uh, homes between the 1960s 1970s that have aluminum wiring. Aluminum, when it gets hot and then cools off a little bit, it actually expands and contracts just a minute little tiny bit. But over years and years of that, it can actually turn that screw backwards a little bit which can be dangerous. They've actually outlawed aluminum wiring for smaller gauge wires because Mm. of that reason.
0: Well, when you say that it expands and contracts and it can just like, even just a little bit, if you think about even like static electricity, you know, uh, whenever there's a charge, when you get and go to touch a doorknob, you don't get the shock, you don't get that jump until you get really close and Mm -hmm. it's almost like, oh, I touch it and right before you touch it is when you get that shock and that small gap you know arc welding mm-hmm. is an electrical it is. you know you know that arc that's jumping there that's exactly what's happening happening with those little connections and and the amount of heat that's in that and yeah so like that just gets worse and worse over time are are you saying that when we plug things in and out i know that like using a plug over and over again can cause the plug to get loose but uh is that what causes the electrical uh like the like when you terminate on the back of an outlet and uh-huh. you tighten the screw down, is plugging is that motion of plugging the outlet in and out or plugging something into the outlet, is that what causes that screw to get loose and start causing arcing?
1: It could over time, uh, minutely. Also, sometimes when they're installed the first time, they're not tightened all the way. Mm. So we go on some homes, we go out there, and uh, it was never tightened all the way to begin with. And maybe for three or four years, it's been fine, and then we find out it starts burning up. So sometimes it's the first time it was uh installed that it wasn't done correctly also
0: gotcha i I know as an apprentice that those are some of the simple things that you're trusted with is like
1: <laughs> <laughs> doing making those terminations yep. and
0: and uh you know i don't I don't know that i was ever i can, i'm trying to remember. Like how how would you tell an apprentice like how tight to tighten uh, a connection on an outlet? Do you do you say oh just crank it down as as hard as you can unless they're a bigger fella and you're like oh don't tighten it down as far as you can? How do you tell someone how uh, tight well, to make it?
1: First we wrestle them and see how strong they are and then we go from there. <laughs> nice. Now, it's one of those things that they just have to learn over time. Mm-hmm. I mean you want it to be snug and tight but not so tight that you're you're actually crushing the wire right. in there. So. It's just something that, I mean, as an electrician over time, you really just know right where it needs to be. And I
0: think that's also something that uh, the average homeowner, the do-it-yourselfer, that that's a very common mistake that mm-hmm. they could make as well as not knowing the proper amount to tighten the, Correct, the connections no. down. Yep. Um, what are some other things besides connections? Like, what are What's an electrician looking for when they go in to perform an electrical inspection?
1: Look, we talked about it. We've got the meter and the panel. So we talked about those connections there. We're also looking for uh, GFI protection. So GFI protection in the, in the 70s, they came out with codes. that says, hey, anytime you're on water, so bathrooms, kitchens, garages, outsides, un- unfinished parts of homes. We wanna make sure that the people are protected there. Uh, GFIs really have saved a lot of lives over time. So we just wanna let the customers know what they do have or what they don't have. We actually have special tools. We can actually test GFI plugs to see if they're working properly. Um, another thing we're looking for is smoke detection. Um, anything to make your house safe is what, is what we're looking for.
0: Well, you brought up code. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I want to address this as well. Because, like, even in the copy of the ad, it says that the electrical code changes or is updated every three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, that code makes it seem like it's getting more and more strict or that the regulations or the suggestions, the best practices uh, are becoming more and more strict. But what is electrical code and why is it important to know what it is?
1: Electrical code is basically the minimum safety standards. They put on new construction to make sure the people are safe
0: how how is the electrical code determined how do they come up if it's changed every three years how do they come up with what those changes are
1: there's actually a board that goes over these changes uh people will actually submit stuff and then this board will go over them and if they decide together as a board that this thing is important enough to put in there they'll actually change the code that way sometimes we come up with new technologies Um, Arc fault, something that wasn't in there 20 years ago, but is now because it's a new technology that came out that they decided it was so important or or could save enough lives that it needed to be in there.
0: Yeah, and they look at the data from injuries and deaths Mm -hmm. caused by electrical shock and fire, Mm -hmm. and they try to see if they can find a common. Theme running through that, like when they brought up arc fault, they were looking at, or when arc fault, uh, you know, protection came into being, they they were looking at, okay, here is a cause of fires. Wires getting pinched behind, you know, walls from being stapled too tight, or running under rugs and getting pinched and causing those arcs. And they realized that if they could come up with a way to detect those arcs, they could be an early warning system and prevent some of those fires that lead to injury, death, property damage and different things like that. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, how does someone know if they need to have an electrical inspection done?
1: Well, for most homeowners, I mean, if you have a brand new home, um, there should have been an inspection done by a, by a qualified inspector from use of this city.
0: Um, like, are you talking about a home inspection? Like, when you go to get a ha- house purchased, you get a home inspection.
1: I'm talking a brand new house. Oh, sorry, so, when
0: it was built. Yeah. So,
1: so if you're, if you're moving into a brand new house, you're probably pretty good because that should have just been inspected. Gotcha. Um, if you're buying a new home, you can have a home inspector, and uh, home inspectors, uh, some are really good. Um, some of them just don't know that much about the electrical side. So to become an inspector, it's a class and stuff they take, but sometimes they're not fully into, into all this stuff. And so uh, is
0: there an age that you're saying like, okay, if your home is this old, you should have it inspected? Or are there some signs that they can look for that like, hey, if you have this happening, you should have it inspected?
1: So as far as a time limit um, with our company, we, we recommend getting it inspected every year. Okay. Um, I would say if my home, just being a master electrician, boy, if my home were, were 10 years old, I don't want to have that looked at. I mean, 10 years is quite a while, but have that looked at there, especially if it's older, you get into the homes that are 60s, 70s, 80s. I'd especially want to have that just looked at. Boy, open up those panel boxes and see what it really looks like inside of there. I'd do some tests for those things.
0: Yeah, and I mean, over 10 years, like you... You've had three code Mm -hmm. updates, which doesn't necessarily mean that you need to like get those things done, right? Mm -hmm. Those are minimum safety standard recommendations and your house is not in jeopardy Mm -hmm. of being held accountable to those, um, but... Again, the code is a is a safety recommendation. So if you have an electrician, actually, that I didn't even think of this, but like if you ever have an electrician out to your house, it might be a good idea to like say, hey, what are some of the latest codes that have been coming out so that you can be aware of those safety standards that are put in place? But back to your 10 year mark, um, I know that like smoke detectors, you're supposed to replace those every 10 years. 10 years huh? uh, GFIs go bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a few things that having the electrical inspection done is an opportunity to have someone come in and actually check the mechanical functioning of those life-saving devices. Yes. Would you agree? Yes.
1: Um, I was going to say also, I would have it also inspected if you're having any problems whatsoever. If you're seeing any kind of flickering or you're touching outlets or something there and they're feeling warm at all. So any sign, I'd want to get that just checked out.
0: That's a really good point. listening for things. Mm -hmm. I I had a switch in my daughter's room where when you would turn it on, you'd hear it wasn't the normal click from when you turn a switch on, you'd hear like some crackling Crackling. and popping Mm -hmm. noises. And if you, and you flip it on, it doesn't happen very fast or very long. But then if you take the switch and you like move it just right, you can make it like make all kinds of crackling noises in there. And uh, they're like, oh, we probably should replace this switch (laughs) because they they start to you know wear out over time. Um, And then you you mentioned going around and um, feeling the outlets Mm. or feeling the devices to see if they're warm to the touch. Why is that important?
1: Well, anytime you feel any warmth on a, on a switch or a plug, and, and and let's take dimmers out of there. Sometimes you'll have a dimmer and they will get a little bit warm. Sure. But on your plugs and stuff, that's showing something in there. That connection is probably loose or, or creating heat. And there shouldn't be any heat on any outlet or anything.
0: Yeah, I can't tell you how many times, uh, you know, going out to service calls and the power is out at an outlet and they're like, I'm not sure what's going on. And you pop the cover off and you pull the outlet out and it's just, the outlet looks fine. I mean, it looks worn Mm -hmm. because you're using it, but then you pull it out and the thing is just melted on the backside. And you're like, well, I found out why you don't have power here, but that's, (laughs) I'm I'm glad that the power went out because this, I don't know. (laughs) And you think about how bad it looks when it's like all melted and that like up to that point, how red hot that had to get to melt the backside of that plastic, and how bad that could have gone, and how quickly oh, and, for sure and you see the neutrals that are like burnt back, you know the for instead of the oranges. white insulation, it's brown yeah. and burnt yeah. and yeah. in the panels looking for loose neutrals, so there's lots of lots of things, and I get why someone would would like wishfully thinking not want there to like be anything wrong when you have an electrical inspection but man whenever anything is found with an electrical inspection like you should be grateful that those things were found yes man i just that's one of those things where it's like i i don't know i I worry about that sometimes (laughs) with my house because you don't see most of the connections and as an electrician like i try not to like freak out and worry about things but i'm like well, how good was the electrician that wired my house? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did they send the apprentice in? (laughs) Anyway, um, go ahead. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, What should someone do if they feel like they need to get their electrical system inspected?
1: I would go to somebody who is reputable around you. um, Somebody, you know, is licensed, insured um somebody who you trust um sometimes you can ask neighbors too maybe ask friends who they've used before but find somebody you can trust um to come in there and do it uh, but really make sure that they're licensed make sure they're insured um there's a lot of guys out there who, who might not have the correct, the right licensing and stuff but but that just protects you whenever you do something make sure that you're protected for whoever's coming in there
0: what can someone expect to pay for an electrical inspection
1: Part of that's going to be on how thorough that inspection is going to be. Are they really going to get in there and take a, take a couple hours and open everything, or is it a basic walkthrough real quick? Um, you could be on that upper end. You could be around that three four hundred dollars for somebody to come in there for a few hours, or maybe as small as maybe ninety nine, maybe a couple hundred dollars to come in there and, and do something a little less.
0: So there's different levels mm-hmm. of inspection. Like what? What are those different, like what's the difference, is the main difference how much time they're spending and what they're taking apart or are there other things that they're, that they're looking at?
1: Uh, some inspections, a little more visual. You can walk around and just kind of look at stuff. Um, you start getting more thorough stuff. I mean, boy, you're going up in attics. So you're opening up a lot of plugs and switches, and actually pulling them out to see if maybe they're wrapped around the screw or if they're just, they make stuff that's just stabbed in the back. Um, going into panels and meters, uh, some inspections also include tightening stuff. They'll go in and your panel and meter will actually tighten all the connections and make sure that they're tight. Um, just by looking, you can look in there, oh, nothing's burnt, but you don't know how tight they are until you actually get your hands in there and start, start tightening everything.
0: Yeah, anytime I open up a panel or anything like that, and there's electrical connections, mm. I always take my screwdriver and put that mm-hmm. on there. And you'd be surprised yeah. how many things you get an extra quarter turn out of, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, sorry. So, in anywhere from a hundred to three, four hundred bucks mm-hmm. uh, for an yes. electrical inspection, yep. uh, I would I would say that when you um, Call up these companies, like you're talking about. Ask them a few questions about the services that they provide. Are there any? Do you have any suggestions for homeowners that are calling up asking about this service from a company?
1: Uh, questions as far as um, like,
0: uh, how do they know that they're getting oh. uh, a good electrician out to? Yeah perform the electrical well, most, inspection
1: most times uh, people don't know who to call um, a lot of people always have that question who do i call who's who's going to be fair to me and what do we do on most things now mike if we want to know if somebody's good what do we do you we google go on the it. internet and we google it <laughs> so i would actually google it i would look on there and i would look at um, what would
0: you google specifically
1: um, you could even just Google electrical inspections or electrical contractors. And uh, but while you're looking at, I mean, Google review. I mean, we are, we're all on Amazon. And what do we look for? We look for how many stars, and how many reviews are on there. Mm. So, so look for probably somebody with the highest star rating and look for the most reviews too. Somebody might have five reviews or somebody might have 5,000. Probably I, yeah. both the 5,000.
0: Well, yeah, you, you say look for the highest star rating, but like if you are just starting out and you've got, uh, or you're not as experienced or maybe you don't ask for reviews, uh, you know, you might have a five star rating, but you've only got five people that have reviewed you versus one (laughs) uh, or, or one per one, five. That's, that's the thing. Like when I'm on Amazon and I'm like looking and I find something like, Oh, it's highly rated. And then I look it's like, Oh, one person rated this. (laughs) It's far more like for instance, with any hour services we have, if you go to Google and look up any hour services, you're going to find that we have over 11,000 Google reviews with a 4.8 rating. So Mm -hmm. like that is, I would much rather go with a company that has, far more uh you know reviews yes. with a high rating now they've got a lot of reviews and a low rating that's something to think about as well but that's anyway right. um any last thoughts about uh electrical inspections you want to share with people
1: it's just something i'd say uh get it get it done it's one of those things electrical electrical is probably the hardiest system in your house uh furnaces go out a lot water heaters go out a lot faucets drip Electrical doesn't have a lot of pro- if it's installed correctly the first time you don't have a lot of problems. Right, but it's something that uh, that needs to be checked out. Yeah. So,
0: if you're worried about the condition of your electrical system, don't ignore it. Contact a qualified, licensed electrician that has a systematic checklist approach to inspecting your electrical system. If you're in Utah, Any Hour Services can help you out with this. If you're somewhere else in the country, do like we talked about and Google electrician near me and start doing a little bit of research. Look at the reviews, call a few of the companies and find out uh, if there's someone out there that you feel comfortable with coming out and helping you with this particular project. Um, Shane, thanks for sharing your experience, your expertise with this on the show today. Thanks again to every everyone that's listening or that's watching the show. I appreciate your attention. We'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode of In the House. If you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House. See ya.